Joining us first is head softball coach Kevin Griffin. Uh, coach, first show of the year. Uh, we appreciate taking the time. We know you're trying to get the field ready and, and get everything going before this weekend. We appreciate your time today. Yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, we're excited about the start of the season on Saturday and uh, yeah, let's get to it. Absolutely. Uh, it is It is only uh, early February, but it is baseball and softball season. The Bellhaven softball team is coming into this year with high expectations like they have um, each of the past couple of seasons. Made it to a super regional again last year. Uh, won probably the most difficult regional in Division Three. Uh, you've got high expectations. You've got a lot of returners, uh, especially um, some of your impact players. Uh, obviously, All-American pitcher Kennedy Carruth, All-American third baseman Allie Gordon, Ellie Jones. Uh, but you've also got a lot of new faces. Um, and I know with that comes uh, comes some growth and some challenges. What is kind of your your over? I guess your big picture before we get into some of the details. Your big picture for the season: a lot of returners, high expectations, but you've also got to replace a lot of key figures that left last year. Yeah, the biggest loss that we have from last year is uh, Sydney Runnels at second base, Macy Ziskin at shortstop. So yep. we've got everybody else back, and we we feel like uh, that experience is really going to be key for us. Coming into the season, we'll have to piece it together and figure out who's going to be our shortstop, who's going to be our second baseman, especially with uh, our returner or our uh, newcomer, uh, Macy Baldwin, who was penciled in to play shortstop. She had shoulder surgery before Christmas, and it's not even close right now to her coming back. So I'm not sure if she'll even um, be able to play at all this year. But we got to piece those two spots together, and if we can figure that out, I think we can be as good as we've ever been here. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, replacing a middle infield obviously is, is up there with some of the toughest tasks uh, as a head coach. Uh, you are returning, obviously, some very talented players. Allie Gordon, who was your leading hitter last year, one of the best hitters in the country and one of the best third basemen in the country. And Kennedy Carruth, who obviously is, has been one of the best pitchers in Division Three over the past couple of seasons. It's interesting, those two specifically, they came back again for an extra year. They're, they're taking advantage of those COVID seasons. Uh, and it feels like those two really kind of embody, I think, what the team spirit is which is you still have some unfinished business in division three you've obviously made your mark on the national landscape you've won a couple of regionals you've made it to super regionals and, and you've taken on two of the toughest teams over the past couple of years in super regionals but it feels like there's another step that those two want to take and, and like i said that kind of feels like it embodies the whole team identity that y'all want to take that next step this year and really solidify yourself as a, a powerhouse in division three yeah i want to see it for our team but i especially want to see Allie and kennedy be able to take that next step and get past the Super Regional and get to the final site and just give ourselves a shot to win the whole thing. I felt like the last two years we were as good as anybody in the country. Yep. But a lot of really good things have to happen, and a lot has to go right, mm -hmm. quite honestly. When you get into the postseason, uh, you can't have a letdown day. And if you do, your season's going to end. And that's kind of what happened with us last year against Barry. Uh, two, uh, I think, one-run losses and yep. – we got into a situation that we had to travel from West Texas over to Georgia in a span of a few days to play those games. And it was just a tough situation. And we'll be better prepared this year if we get into that. But, yeah, for Allie and Kennedy, uh, we call them our grandmas on the team <laughs> because they are both in six years, uh, in their sixth year. And I'd love nothing more than to see those two go out uh, putting a bigger ring on their finger. 
Absolutely. Allie, for the record, hit 425 last year, had an OPS over 1,200, uh, 10 home runs. She was obviously uh, an unbelievable hitter. You've also got some players that are coming back that uh, had their first seasons with you last year that have uh, are played big roles last season and are going to probably be asked to play even bigger ones this year. Uh, right, the, the ones that come to mind, Maddie Miller, your center fielder, uh, Anna Kayemi, who, who saw a lot of time behind the plate. Both of them came in last year, first seasons with the program, hit over 300. Maddie Miller hit 372. Um they're going to be asked to do even a little bit more and be a little bit more leaders, I think, with the departure of your middle infield uh, and some of the other veterans that kind of made up your roster last year. Yeah, they're two of our hardest workers. Um, I'd challenge anyone to say that they work harder than those two. Kayemi uh, has made tremendous strides offensively. I think she will be really good at the plate in, in her second year here. Uh, same thing with Maddie Miller. She anchors the top of our order uh, slapper, she can slap for power, but she hits for average. Yep. And when she gets on base, she's a uh, she's just a juggernaut on the bases, and um, she can she can run at any time. She's got a lot of speed. So, yeah, those two especially are two that we're counting on to come in and have even better years than they had last year. I want to take a look at the pitching staff for you. Obviously, you're returning Kennedy Carruth, who is, uh, who is your go-to. She's going to pitch the majority of your games, make the majority of the starts. She's coming off a stellar year through 175 innings, had an ERA just over one, uh, a whip uh, under .85 and went 20-6 and six and had, you know, 217 strikeouts. Hmm. I mean, the numbers uh, the numbers just get more ridiculous as you read along. You also return Natalie Parker, who uh, was one of, one of your go-to starters, uh, especially in some of the midweek games. She had a really good year 13 and four had an era under one uh and then you return taylor heaton but i know that you're losing gracie bockham who was kind of your number two for a large part of last year uh so are, are you looking for natalie to, to kind of step up and taylor or or is there uh some uh, some new faces that we should know about in that pitching rotation i think we've got between natalie and taylor heaton taylor heaton is <laughs> just come so far in the in the past year and i think it's the mentality uh i think now she believes that she is good enough to step in and get it done after she did it in the fall this uh, past fall against some really good teams. She pitched she pitched well when she pitched against LSU um, when she came in in relief and last year gave us really good innings. She's the pitcher on our staff I think is really going to open eyes this year that people across the country don't know anything about. Natalie has gotten the awards and Natalie's done a good job for us uh, the last few years. And she's very capable as well, and she'll step in and, and do well. But um, Macy Funderburk is a freshman who uh, has thrown really well in preseason scrimmages. But Belle West uh, is another one. She pitched for Colin. She won the national championship game in junior college last year. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, she can swing it. Um, man, she's got a ton of power. She knows how to hit. And I think that helps her in the circle yep. as well. Uh, being able to go into the box, she knows what to look for as a hitter, and then flip the switch, she can know what how, how to pitch people as well. So she's really, really solid. It's the deepest pitching staff uh, that we've ever had here at Bellhaven, and I would feel confident throwing any of those out there at any given time. That's great. 
Uh, I'm interested to look ahead at kind of the season and your schedule. Uh, the, the NFCA poll, uh, National Fast, Fit, uh, Fast Pitch Coaches Association poll, just came out uh, earlier this morning before we started recording. Uh, and uh, you, y'all were ranked number 12 in the country, which is, I think is kind of that range that we expected uh, y'all to be in. Um, I'm interested being in that poll, and you've been a consistent figure in that poll. Is that kind of a source of pride for you? Uh, you've made the jump to Division Three with Bellhaven uh, a few years ago, and, and now you guys are really regularly in that top 25 poll in the country. Do, do you all take a, a lot of pride in, in being nationally recognized year after year? We do. I, I think everybody on our team knows that it doesn't mean a whole lot yeah. um, to be in a poll <laughs> because everything related to the postseason is based on – either the automatic qualifier, which we still do not have yep. in our conference, or the regional rankings. Yep. And so the regional rankings are the more important, but uh, they don't start coming out until well into the season. But, yeah, I mean, it's to be able to look at that top 25 and, and see ourselves there in that anywhere from 8 to 15 range over the last few years is pretty satisfying knowing that, we're getting it to where we want it to be here. Yep. Um, we've been really good, but we still haven't accomplished our ultimate goal of winning the national championship. Within that poll, uh, y'all, you can kind of go through your schedule now and see who's uh, who you're going to take on. Uh, you're going to play five or six top 25 teams or preseason top 25 teams throughout this year, including uh, the preseason number one, Trine. Uh, you've <laughs> yeah. played the number one team in the country each of the past two years. Uh, assuming Trine holds that number one spot uh, until March 3rd, you'll play it for a third straight year. Uh, being able to test yourself against teams that are, are thought to be the best teams in the country, and Trine obviously uh, is, a, is a national contender every year, being able to test yourselves against those programs early in the season, uh, do you think that set up some of your success you've seen in, in recent years winning, you know, the past two years winning a Marshall Regional that's probably been the toughest in the country in terms of, uh, of programs that you had to beat to get to the Super Regional round? Do you think taking yeah. on those tests early has helped you in that? I think so, and it – it tells us kind of where we are uh, with our team, even though last year we started the year four and eight. Yeah. And we went in and played a lot of these top teams and didn't fare very well. And we thought we had shot ourselves in the foot to where we weren't going to have an opportunity to get an at-large bid to the national tournament. But our strength of schedule is so good. I, I don't know if anybody else in the country has a strength of schedule uh, when you look at the teams that we were playing uh, when this poll came out. Um if anyone has the strength of schedule that, that we'll have. We yep. play a brutal, brutal schedule. You mentioned we play number one trying, and they will be. When we play them, they'll be number one because another poll doesn't come out yeah. until the middle of March True. or the uh, second week of March. So we play number one trying, and then we'll play number seven Linfield in that same event. Uh, we play Case Western, who's number 13. Um, in day one, we play trying in Case Western. So that's going to be a brutal opening to uh, the leadoff classic. And then we play Texas Lutheran in that same event. They're number 15. And I look on down, and number 23, Concordia, Wisconsin, is another opponent in the leadoff classic. So five of the six teams we play will be ranked in the top 25. Yep. I don't think anybody else in the country will have that schedule um, during the first three weeks.
Absolutely. Uh, got time for kind of one more thing here. You open up this weekend against Centenary, uh, but but really the big thing from this weekend is uh, you'll get to take the field for the first time uh, on your newly renovated Jim McLeod uh, facility. Uh, obviously, that was a big undertaking for the school and for the athletic department, uh, and it's, it looks really, really good. I know it's a multi-phase kind of project, but all-new turf field, renovated dugouts. They've kind of expanded the facility a little bit to push the field back off the road. Uh, I know that you all are really excited about that. Uh, are you all uh, – uh, I guess, uh, can you all wait to get on the field this weekend and, and, and uh, get to play yeah. on that new facility for the first uh, time? They're looking forward to it. We <laughs> really, uh, it'll feel like a, uh, that we're on the road on, yeah. on, almost because <laughs> we have only been able to get out there three times uh, in the preseason. They're still working. There's no backstop net yet, so <laughs> that needs to be done in the next day or two. But um, it's coming along, and it's a beautiful facility. I think it rivals any D3 facility anywhere in the country. Um, especially when we get to phase two and three, when we do the 4,000 square foot locker room and the 6,000 square foot indoor facility, those are going to be, uh, just tremendous facilities for, uh, not just our program, but it, in recruiting, when we're trying to bring players in and show them that we have one of the nicest facilities in the country, I think we can recruit against anybody in that regard. Absolutely. The Blazers open up their season on Saturday, February 10th. They host Centenary, a doubleheader, currently set for one and three. You can catch those games on the Blazers Sports Network, or better yet, if you're in the Jackson area, make sure to come out to those games. Coach, we appreciate your time. We're looking forward to this weekend and look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you. Go Blazers.